You should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes and Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons. Hell to the no goddamn bitch. Hell to the no goddamn. Hell to the no goddamn bitch. Hell to the no goddamn. Hell to the no goddamn bitch. Hell to the no goddamn. And welcome. I'm going to say it again, Pilo, I move and I move and I make that sound. I don't like that sound, so I'm saying. And welcome to Quirk of the Day. How are ya? Yes, it's Autumn. Autumn Simmons. And a little later, I was thinking with this particular episode, which we have titled it, Hell to the New Goddamn Bitch. Hell to the New Goddamn. Hell to the new goddamn bitch. Hell to the new goddamn. So why did I decide to title this episode for Quirk of the Day? Because sometimes, sometimes it's just what it is. And you may, what is it? What is it specifically? It could be about anybody, anyone in particular that thinks that they're coming to your space. Whatever that space means, whether it's physical, spiritual, or whatever you want to call it. And you're like, no, bitch. It could be a man, it could be a woman, it could be someone else, it could be Snuffleupagus, it could be any of that. It doesn't matter, it could be E.T. But, at the end of the day, hell to the no goddamn bitch, hell to the goddamn no. So it means, basically, stay the fuck off, kick off, you know, kick rocks, ho, kick rocks, because you're not permitted to be over here. Whatever that may mean for you, or anyone in particular, those thinking that they can come on up and do what they think they gonna do whatever that is no you can't do that you can't i don't know where you got that from i don't know who taught you that but 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 ho you gonna learn you gonna learn today you gonna learn tomorrow you gonna learn after that in a really long time you're gonna be learning and some people need to learn a little bit more than others, specifically when they think they can do what they think that they can do you know so yeah so i'm looking around at this well, it's a cork, right? C-O-R-K, cork. For those that like to have some wine, different types of wine from their cork. And I'm looking down at this cork. And I was kind of excited to have a little bit of it. Not so much for the wine. The wine was not all that delicious at times. It's only really good and I have something really delicious that I'm having for meals, you know, in particular. If it's like for lunch or for dinner, have a little bit of some wine or whatever. Not all the time, but, you know. Every once in a once and again, yeah, once and again. And so, um, I'm looking at this smiley face. <laughs> Why is there a smiley face on one of these that we call these quirks? Why does it have to have a smiley face? What is it happy about? What is it? Uh, what's going on? Maybe it's wicked. Maybe it's evil. Because you just can't go by everything that's smiling all the time. I think because it's smiling that it's like something that you can look at and say, "Hey, I can trust this." I don't think you can trust everything just because it smiles. Just because it smiles don't mean you can trust everything. Just keep that in mind. And you keep that in mind at a different whatever, like where we are now. Because we were kids sometimes. A lot of people think of somebody smiling all the time. They think that it means something positive. And it may not. Everyone that smiles does not always mean something 
of just whatever that is positive for you or for anyone in particular. Don't look at the smile. Don't look at the smile. Look at what they do. Look at what they do, not the damn smile. Because I have seen many, 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 many. Okay, maybe I haven't seen that many, but I've seen a few. <laughs> I've seen a few that can kind of like, oh, wow, this is interesting. Okay, so when I see the smiley face, that doesn't always mean what you think the smiley means. They're trying to set something up. They're trying to set something up with a smile in the face. With a smile in the face. Will we ever see this from different types of animals that do this? I don't know about other types of animals that will do a smile before they're about to do something. You know, like, get out of here, bitch. Get out of here. Some of you are looking having some, some Cheerios, some gluten-free ones. And they're really delicious. I'm <laughs> seeing having a, a Cheerio day. You know, we see on Twitter, there's always something going on about like whatever that is. It could be on Saturday and it would be like it's Cat Saturday, right? Or it'd be Black Cat Day and it would be anything. It would be something like Pizza Day. I'm like, what? It's kind of like we're still in elementary again, like Pizza Day or whatever it is. It could be Hamburger Day or whatever you want to call it, right? But that's ridiculous. But yeah, for now, for today, was a cheerio day yeah a cheerio day and the cheerios are really interesting because they're different colors which is awesome and it kind of reminds me of fall a little bit it was all different colors but it's supposed to be nine um vitamins and minerals <laughs> but uh, but i like most about it than any of it specifically was that it said gluten-free and so I get excited when stuff is gluten-free. Then I get a little concerned because I know that I need to have some milk. But then I have to be very careful about having certain types of milk. And so I need to have more. If I'm not having soy milk, okay, the other type of milk that we have is, uh, what was the other milk that we use? Come on, help me out. Whether Aside from soy, what other ones do we have besides that? There's another specific one. And I'm looking at that, too, because I was checking it out a little bit earlier. What was it? Something specific. It was something for, oh, coconut. Yeah, that's what I was talking about coconut. Coconut is another type that you can have. And there's another one that begins with an A. Do you remember that one, too? There's another one. No, there's a certain type of, um, it's, okay, I've got it. Almond, right? Yeah, so we got them. It's three. We've got soy, coconut, and almond. Those are the better milks for me as opposed to just having like some cow milk. And so we were learning all this crap that we were learning about cow milk, how it's supposed to make us so nutritious and we're going to grow and we're going to be healthy from that. And I don't know where that bullshit came from, but it could be anything. Like it doesn't have to necessarily be some cow milk, but everybody can't have cow milk. It'll give them issues and their gut and they need something else besides that so i was just thinking about that i need to keep that in mind with this whole gluten-free thing that i like but you got to be very 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 serious about when you're getting your multi-grain cheerios and making sure even though it says it's got some whole grains in it you want to make sure that it truly is gluten-free because if it's not it can be an issue and then you'd be going back to the hell to the goddamn no bitch hell to the, so that could be a hell to the goddamn no when you getting food and the food don't feel right and it, if it's wrong it could be that too and then you trying to get to the bathroom and shit and it's making making stuff looking bad for you especially you trying to have a good day or you got to go somewhere for an event and then because of that shit oh no hell to no goddamn Hell to the goddamn no, bitch. Hell to the goddamn no. So that's the point. It doesn't always have to be a person. It could be a place, a thing, or anything, okay? 
<laughs> or, or the other thing I said, it could be ET, right? It could be anything. It could be an alien, right? So having said that specifically, we were talking about quirk of the day. I wanted to get excited about I Cricky Girl. I Cricky Girl is the book that came out in January, January 15th. That was when the ebook came out. And then after that, February 3rd and February 5th of uh, earlier this year, it was supposed to be Black History Month. Are we still doing Black History Month? It's not Black History Month. It was like Valentine's Day. So if we're not doing that, because we did do that, but in addition to that, where are we now? Where are we now? Where are we now? We are in March. We just last past Saturday, we just came into spring. That means something for some of us, maybe not for everyone, but I get more excited when it's springtime, which was exciting this past weekend. It was beautiful for almost like five days. It did not rain. And I, sometimes I like rain, uh, but sometimes I kind of like it when it's not raining, but sometimes we need rain because we understand why we need rain, etc. But I was a little happy about the fact that it was May. Well, it's not May yet, but March. It was March. March. But every time I think about it, at the end of May, because we just came into spring, you know that April's going to go fast again. And then you're going to feel like it's May already, right? And then after that, it's going to be June. And it's going to be July. But I always felt that way when it began in the beginning of 2021. I was like, January is also going to move pretty fast. Even though I hated it being in cold weather during that time, Pennsylvania, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe already here January again. And then, you know, February is the shortest month of the damn year. It's the shortest month of the year. So I get excited about the fact that February month is the shortest month. I know a lot of black people get a little excited and they kind of feel like, well, why is it our Black History Month has to be in February? Why can't it be another another month? And we do have other things that we can commemorate outside of... <laughs> <laughs> just not just January, but just June. That's what I meant to say. I meant to say June. We just, we have June and there's some other things that we have outside of that. And we don't always have to just do everything for us or for others about February. Like we can do stuff every year and it could be something about people of our diaspora, etc., or anyone in general. It doesn't always have to be these damn months. You know, so it's just a little extra because we can do anything on any time of the year. And you can do Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, why do you have to wait till February for Valentine's Day? Why can't it be something else where you could do something when it's spring or summer? You know, and okay, I'm not going to say that you should just do Christmas. Some, but sometimes people play with that and they do summer on July. Like July, Christmas happens on summertime okay and then halloween i don't know how crazy people would be about halloween being on like i don't know february instead <laughs> and then halloween would be february and then valentine's day could be in october like there's a lot of weird things that could be quirky and we could just flip up shit and just flip up everything and it would kind of bother people because people kind of get entitled a little bit of entitlement for things that are kind of like how we have been taught with, okay, this is the holiday, blah, 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 blah. Let's do it this way. Let's do it that way. Oh, blah, blah, blah. You know, et cetera, et cetera. So it is what it is. And so uh, keeping it moving, I wanted to go over for the following episode. We're going to do Candyland. You're like, Candyland, do you ever play Candyland when you're a kid? Besides uh, Candyland, that was one of the things I used to play with, and it was another one we used to do. Shoots and ladders. <laughs> you ever did shoots and ladders? I did shoots and ladders because it had snakes in it. And I was like, but what about the snakes? Were these, like, 
innocent snakes or are they good snakes or they kind snakes or what kind of snakes were these i was like just looking at they're supposed to be kind of friendly i think they kind of smiled so i was like you see a snake smiling it doesn't always have to be a bad thing but it could be because you know just a little bit of everything you just have to kind of just check it out to make sure of what that would mean with that particular game that we used to do one of the games we used to do we used to do what other games there's so many <laughs> we had our nintendo that was like a form of a game yeah we had that twister like people still do twister but when i was looking at Candyland, it looks a little different and it's same thing with life life looks a little different than it was how we had it back in the day in addition to um dream phone it's a bit different things change and you know some of the most i was looking at monopoly monopoly is mostly generally the same that it's been since the earlier parts of of like what 1930 something right so the 20 the 21st the 20th century the 20th century has mostly been the traditional monopoly but then i see this other version of monopoly that has is very weird it's not weird but it's fun and it's called a um, monopoly pizza game you ever play monopoly pizza game it's really cute made fresh and hot and it's just it's weird but it's kind of fun i think we'll probably do that a little bit before uh we get things going and see what that's like and then as i mentioned next episode we're going to be doing the candy land the candy land no not like willy wonka willy wonka is awesome i love willy wonka but we'll do something with candy land candy land it's kind of cute but yeah so having said that let's uh take a pause and as i was mentioning we'll take a pause and then when we come back we'll talk a little bit more about I Quirky Girl, which is available if you just go online. I Quirky Girl, you can find out on Twitter, The Quirk Chronicles. Look up The Quirk Chronicles. You'll find The Quirk Chronicles on Twitter and also on Facebook. In addition to what else do we have? If you were to go to Barnes and Noble, especially when you're putting I Quirky Girl up, you're going to see that. And also, the ebook is available through Ingram Spark as well. So then you'll be able to connect. And you'll be able to read. And it was really weird before we go. <laughs> Yesterday I had a funny day. It was a weird, funny day unexpectedly when I saw that on Twitter they had uh, Derek Jackson and the bullshit that came about with whatever we saw. And I, who knew that that was coming? And they were t- talking about get his new book. Bye. Hell to the goddamn no, bitch. Hell to the goddamn no. I'm, I'm not doing that. And I didn't buy any of his books before. And I ain't buying none of his goddamn books. And so many of the black women, man, they became such a fan. You know, we watched just to kind of get a sense of what he's talking about and everything. But this dude got married like, what, four years ago or two years ago? And dude's up there messing around with like other women and stuff. And I, I was thinking to myself like, okay he's like 10 years younger than me and he likes all kind of women and whatever and so they were seeing that this guy has been said that he is a narc in the sense of a narcissist i mean like an asshole a jerk okay but other people knew that he was like this years ago as well like when i began to perceive that he was a little mm, i don't know about him it was like 2017 and other people had their perception of him as well during the times that they had their perception and it's just curious to see how this kind of came out <laughs> through twitter and then it, it was funny this other gentleman was he did this kind of like a skit with uh, another lady and they did this whole thing and it was hilarious about homie tight 
<laughs> like holding hands with his wife. Hold me tight. Like, hold me tight. Why she got to hold him tight? What is this shit about? I, was like, I know he's a cancer, but damn, you know what I said about certain cancer men? Cancer men, the astrology, like their whole cancer things, they, they got the moon on them, right? And they're kind of like, they're both ways. They go both ways in the sense that they can kind of be like this and it can kind of be like that, even though they've got water in them, but they kind of, they're a little, I don't really know how to, but they're, they're a little all over the place because they are the cancer, you know? And it's just, I've noticed that most, most cancer men, not all of them, but many of them, they're strange. <laughs> and so is Bill Cosby. He's also another cancer in, in OJ and um, Kevin Hart. I mean, these are kind of, you get a sense of where we're going. We're talking about the cancer male. So anyway, having said that, looking at that mess, that's some bullshit, but please do not buy dudes books. But many of you will, especially to black women, because black women have this thing where we want to, you know, support we want to support everyone, even those that don't really give a shit about us. But we have this sense of within ourselves. And it's kind of interesting, you know, even if it's like a, a like, for instance, what we know about him, let's call him a life coach or let's call him like, I don't know, like a person that gives advice. OK, but he's not like he's not a, a psychologist or anything like that. He's not a doctor. He's not any of that. But he became known on you know, YouTube, the channel of YouTube and <laughs> became who he became and all this other BS or whatever. But many of us, we kind of get caught up into like some people for whatever reason with the black women, just women in general, but just women, we just kind of go for like these types of dudes. And um, it's interesting how it's kind of like Jesus with some of us. We get caught up into the Jesus and, you know, we just, we get a little too just fanatic we get a little fanatic and you know it, it's just what it is but having said that <laughs> we'll come back and talk a little bit more about that but it was it ended up being funny and it shouldn't have been funny I'm not making fun of his wife because I don't have an issue with his wife I don't know her I don't have anything negative to say about her but I look at him not her but I'm looking at him and in terms of how he came across and you know he's a liar dude is a freaking liar and it's about him, you know, he's about the others that have met him, uh, just to try to work with him in some type of way. He was about himself, you know, others that knew about him, whether they were male or female, they have known this about him, but to see this occur, you know, it's, you know, it's his fault. Like he created that, you know, if he didn't want to get married, he didn't have to get married. And I was thinking, I was like, why would a dude like him, the kind of guy that he is, and he likes to get all into it and, and deal with, you know, whatever it is that he wants to do as an adult, which is his right. But why get married? Why, why do you have to get married if you can't maintain being married? You know, he had his first child before he was married, a daughter. Okay, that's, you know, that's not considered to be the worst thing now. That's not the biggest thing now where you always have to be married to have a child or et cetera. But why did he have to get married? Why? Why? Why did he have to get married? You know, and so why are we talking about Derek Jackson? Because everybody and their mother's talking about Derek Jackson. Why? Because everybody and their mother is still talking about Jesus. Everyone's still dealing with Jesus. So having said that, why does he spell his name Jackson like that? What is that about? Because we know you're not related to the Jacksons. We know that you're not. So having said that, we'll come back and then we'll finish up some more as we're dealing to hell to the no goddamn bitch. Hell to the no goddamn. We'll be back.
You should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes and Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons. You should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes and Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons. Okay, and welcome back to Quirk of the Day and your host Autumn Simmons. We've got a scene. I'm gonna call it the, the next scene because we've been talking about in this episode held to the no goddamn bitch. Held to the no goddamn bitch. And so it's just it's weird, right? So we were talking about what it means specifically. So in the midst, I happen to have a really interesting minor chat within myself. <laughs> it was a minor chat within myself. I was watching this movie that I've heard of for many years. And for some reason, I never wanted to really watch this particular movie, but I knew about it. I knew about two ladies who met when they were about 11. They were children, technically. And when they met, they became so-called friends, right? And many of us have met all types of people in our lives and some have become what we consider to be friends or people that we would consider to be associates or those we would consider to be close friends or good friends or best friends. Many of these we have suggested that this is this type of friend that we have, you know? So with that being said, the interesting about the Friends of Beaches. And so this is uh, the movie that came out in 1988. And it's weird because I was about, I was eight when this movie came out. It was released December 21st in 1988. And it's crazy because I'm thinking probably by the 90s or so, beyond the 90s, like the late 90s. And just after the, the millennium, I was thinking like, okay, I would probably like likely watch this film. And it was kind of remind me of other films that I've been wanting to see, but I would never see them for some reason, even Cooley High. And so very first time I had an opportunity to check out Cooley High 2019, and it was during spring. I saw that and I enjoyed it. And so the next episode, I'm likely going to we'll discuss Cooley High. But going back to Beaches, I end up checking it out. I'm not going to say how I was checking it out, but I was watching it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was this past Saturday and so I was watching it and it was unexpected and I ended up watching it and not really knowing what this story was going to be like and so we've got two actresses many of you have heard Bette Midler who portrays Cece Cecilia Bloom and also the actress that you've also heard of as well Barbara Hershey who portrays Hillary Whitney and so as I mentioned, they're about 11. They meet for the first time. They are at the beach in Atlantic City in New Jersey. And Cece is actually from New York. And I'm not mistaken, I think she's from 
the Bronx. I'm not sure if it was Brooklyn, but I think it was the Bronx where she was from. And so her other friend who became her friend, Hillary Whitney, was also from another, I think she's from California or so, and they just happened to be there at the same time for the summer. And so Hillary was from a complete different family. They were, they had more, I guess you consider them to be more wealthy. And uh, Cece's family was considered to be, I would say, kind of like middle class or so, or maybe, you know, so it, they were very different and their personalities, they were unique, very, very different. Um, one was more, let's see, she was more, I, I would consider her to be kind of like bossy and, and she was kind of like, she would just kind of lead the way in that kind of sense. And the other one was more passive and she was more, I would consider her to be more of an empath who was more compassionate towards others. And the other was more kind of into herself more. And I would consider her to be, as I was watching this particular film, I said, oh, we've got a narcissist and an empath. And they became friends. And it was interesting. This is just my perception. But her being a narcissist, I'm not going to say she's like the worst person in the world. And anyone can be a narcissist. But um, when I say a narcissist, we have different types of narcissists. We have different types of empaths as well. And... I'm not going to say with her being a narcissist that she was like this murderer who's going around killing people and, you know, doing all these uh, demonic things. But I wouldn't say all of that, but was more selfish. CC was more self-centered. And it was kind of interesting how when time went by, even her mother would begin to tell her aspects of this without saying it or calling her this by saying she was a narcissist. But she just had to let her go. Mother kind of, she loved her mother, her mother loved her, et cetera, et cetera. But she's like, I can't do this with you, you know, with this, you know, I, I don't know what this is. I, I know what this is, but I, I'm just not going to keep doing this with you, whatever this is. And it's her ego and it had to do with her being a narcissist. And so it was interesting because it's basically what this is, beaches, how friends can fall out due to envy and jealousy. And we see this in many people have envy issues and jealousy issues and being jealous is not something that is just affiliated with a narcissist anyone can be jealous of anyone anyone can be envious of anyone whether they're a narcissist or not but what we're talking about here is that there are this particular family it wasn't just about the narcissist friend versus the empath they had their own issues, okay? They, they had their own issues. And it was interesting to see how when they first met, they seemed to get along pretty well. But usually it's easier to get along with people when you first meet them because you're just meeting them for the first time. You don't really know them. And they don't really know you. But you think that you enjoy being around each other, whatever it is that makes us feel like we enjoy being amongst each other. And so... Um, Sometimes I know for myself when I would meet people when I was a kid and even being like a like a teenager before being a teenager and as a teenager and then also as a young adult, I tended to become friendly with those that were more like me, but not exactly like me, but similar in the sense that we would laugh about similar things. You know, our humor was a little similar where we 
will laugh together. And so, you know, we had our own thing of how we connected. And so I, I found that to be with most of the people I ever became like mostly friendly with that I considered to be more of my my uh, my so-called friends were people that we would just we laugh more. We would just you know we would just like to laugh. You know I have many friends and not just one. I've had many friends. Okay, and growing up I've had many many friends, not just females but males as well. And um, I also got along pretty well with girls when I was younger. Got along with them when I was a little girl. When I was a little girl, there were many girls that I used to know, and I would get along with them. And I didn't have a problem with getting along with them for the most part. Um, but, you know, with anybody, even whether they're male or female, you will sometimes get along with people, sometimes you don't, whatever that is about. Sometimes you find that some people are a little interesting where you don't really care for and some that, you know, sometimes you become friendly with people and then sometimes some you kind of, pull away in a bit or we kind of move on and we you know that happens a lot with how we were in elementary and how we went to high school how we used to know the people we knew in elementary and by the time we went to high school you know people had their own who they became you know they felt differently and everyone that we once knew didn't always mean that just because we knew them even though we knew who they were we knew who they were didn't mean that they wanted to be friendly with the way that we were when we were in elementary school and so for many of us kind of had to learn that with, you know, when people change, you know, you can come to accept that everyone is not going to be the same. And so some people have more of a problem with it when when people change, they, they take it too personal. Now, if they're not bothering you and they're, they're not harassing you and they're not stalking you, it's not a problem. But people have the right to leave from other people in their life. That's their choice. Um, I've also experienced, even with other people that I've known and, and you know I thought maybe they would seem to want to enjoy being around me for whatever reason and, and if they you know didn't want to talk on the phone anymore they would say I don't I don't I don't want to talk to you on the phone anymore and I'll, I'll say okay and, you know I don't take it personal you move on because there's so many other people that you can meet and you don't always have to take everything personal just because someone has a, a different opinion or less you know their life is it, whatever that is in their life that's changed that's normal, you know, so you don't always have to make it, take it personal just because, you know, people are not entitled to have this sense that someone needs to come back around you. Um, no, nobody owes anyone anything when it comes to people. So when people choose to move on, they have the right to move on. If this is how they choose to move on, we're talking about friendships right now in particular. This is what we're talking about. I'm not talking about people that just got married and then they got married and all of a sudden someone just decides tomorrow that they're just gonna leave you after they married you, legally speaking. <laughs> like, you know, even with that specifically, we're not talking about that. We're talking about friendship. This is what Beaches is about, friendship. And so going back to this particular story, and it's very interesting how in the beginning, like I mentioned, the friends, the two girls that were 11, they liked each other. And it was interesting how her mother, if it wasn't her stepmother, felt, we were talking, referring to Hillary Whitney, we were talking about how she pretty much was like, you know, her mother was like, why do you want to be friends with her? You know, why do you want to be friends with her? And sometimes you have like, you know, a parent 
or a guardian may suggest, well, why do you want to be friends with this person? Because they have a perception about someone else. And whether it's true or not, there's a perception that they may have about this particular person for whatever reason it is. If it's something about the way that you speak or just the fact that you're from a different part of ethnicity like your ethnicity could be a little different it could be anything it could be maybe your family doesn't have as much money or your family has um less money or wh whatever it is it, it could be anything and so um their friendship actually they met each other that one particular time that they met each other okay but then after that particular period they just stayed in contact by writing each other and so what I thought was interesting that they perhaps would stay friends just as they were 11 and they never stayed friends just because someone's, you know, you meet someone and you're writing a letter and you're writing them a letter and they were just writing back and forth for like, we're talking like, ooh, what do I want to say, like over 20 years or so, maybe 20 years or so. And all of a sudden, you know, one came to find one in particular where she knew where she would be. And when she met her, she didn't even recognize her. And she immediately knew who she was because of the fact they used to still write letters to each other, which is very interesting. It kind of reminds me, we used to write a lot of letters back in the day before we had Instagram. Uh, before we, Just when I say Instagram, I'm talking just social media in general. Before we had that years ago, we used to like to write each other, male and female. We used to love writing each other. That changed with social media. Social media. <laughs> And just like the internet just changed all of that. People don't write letters the way they used to write letters. And I still remember letters that I used to have from years ago of many people, whether it was family, associates, friends, etc., whomever, we used to just write letters. So this is kind of what reminded me of this particular movie was how it still was during that particular time, how people would write letters. Looking at this connection that they had, they finally reconnected physically at this point where they are adults at this point. And so Hillary Whitney, she leaves California and she comes to New York because she knew that CC was there. And so they end up connecting. They, yeah, let's just put it that way. They had a connection. And so the connection continued and it was kind of interesting how they got into their connection with each other. And it was interesting how they met a gentleman. He was, he was a director in the theater and so you know, he first met Cece first, and then eventually he saw that Cece was also friends with Hillary Whitney. And so in the midst of it, he was aware of the fact that they both of them were friends, and he knew this. And so it was kind of like in his mind, it seemed like he was more interested, though he met Cece first, and Cece seemed to like him very soon upon meeting him. And then with the uh, her friend, Hillary met him, and so it was kind of like he seemed to be more interested in Hillary more so, even though he met Cece first. And so in the midst of it, she finds out in her conversation, she wanted to know whether or not when they had like some type of event and they were connected and they were very, seemed to be into each other, blah, blah, blah. She said, did you sleep with him? And so then she finds out, she tells her, Hillary Whitney is like, she said, yeah, she did sleep with him. And so she had an issue with it, but they didn't majorly fight, but it bothered her because she felt that she liked him more. And so 
it was very weird how in that particular connection she moved on again and so when she when i say she moved on she eventually moved back to california shortly after that and she knew that her father was ill her father was ill and she needed to go home to take care of her father and so she took care of him until he made his transition and in the midst she also she became a lawyer and she was a lawyer when she first met Cece. She was a lawyer and Cece was also an actress and a singer as well. And this is how she met her when they were 11. Cece was, she was an entertainer. So that's how when she met her, she was inspired by her, her artistry and just the way that she came across. She was inspired by her in many ways. And so as we saw, she, when she met her in person, they were older and they were kind of, I would say they were probably like just before 30, but they're kind of like getting a little older, maybe kind of around 30 or so. I'm thinking of maybe around 30 or like 28 to 30. I have to review that again and specifically what their, their age was. But they're at that point when they're about to wound some women, decide whether they're going to get married or have children, et cetera, et cetera. Hillary Whitney moved back to California. And so while she was, as I mentioned, she was taking her father, her father passed. But prior to, she met another gentleman, and this gentleman was also a lawyer, just like she was. And they eventually got married. She wrote her and told her that she got married. But I noticed that when she got married, she didn't invite Cece to the wedding. I've experienced that before, where I've been friendly with women that were considered to be friends. And when they got married, they didn't invite all of the women that they used to know as friends. They didn't invite them to their wedding. And usually with some of them, they, when they get married, they kind of move on. And sometimes they don't always connect with you because they're married, you know, that kind of thing. And if you weren't married or even if it's not even that, it could be other things. Your life is just different. So when she comes back and then she realizes or learns both of them that Cece did get married to the guy that she ended up having sex with. So she can accept the fact that, you know, she got married to him and it didn't bother her. And she could accept it because she was married and was happy with the other gentleman who was a lawyer just like her. And so at the same time, it was just kind of interesting to see the connection. <laughs> and so what we immediately saw was that there was this competition between the two of them. And it was very weird because both of them had a husband and the other was becoming even more successful it, it didn't work between them. I don't know if it was the, the ego from both sides because it seemed like it was a competition, like I just said. And I noticed this with a lot of females who are friendly with other women. They're very much like that. And when they're younger, you know, they tend to be different when they're younger. And when they get older, you know, I don't know if it's because of how things change in life. Like people have this perception of what your life is going to be like. And a lot of people have a problem with it when things occur in other people's lives that are different from them and they feel as if like it's something that kind of, it just bothers them. Like I can remember when I had a boyfriend, I've had several boyfriends when I was younger. I've had several boyfriends and never had a problem with getting boyfriends and having um, someone that I knew at one point that I knew wasn't even a good friend anyway, but it was just the idea you know, just the fact that I had a boyfriend that this person didn't have and it was like jealousy because of it and felt that it was, 
it was wrong that I had a boyfriend and, and they didn't have a boyfriend. And you even see that when one gets married and one doesn't. And it's kind of like, well, why did you get a husband? I didn't get a husband. Why did you get a husband? Or it could be, oh, why do you have children? Why do, I, don't, I didn't get any children. You know, they get into this. Or, oh, your career. Why is your career more successful than mine? And why do you have more money than me? And it becomes bullshit, complete bullshit. That has nothing to do with friendship. It's just competition. That's all it is. You see this a lot with a lot of girls in particular. It's a lot of that. And they fell out again. And what it was about was, you know, just competition. You know, and they both had what they needed in their life. Both had a man. Both were married. Um, they both had money. They they weren't poor. You know, but it was still like this this sense of competition, as I said before. And so the weird part was Hillary was she was offended by Cece. She was, and the way that she came at her was real bold in a way that. The other one was more kind of laid back a bit more and she didn't want to get into this. It was like emotional and verbal and it wasn't like physical, but it was still to the point where uh, Hillary left and she wouldn't talk to her for a long time. And even though her friend Cece would write her, she would never respond to her. And the only way that she began to respond to her again was when she found out her husband had after this period of time, and I don't even know how many years it was, but I want to say probably maybe a couple years or so or something of that. And she found out that he was cheating and right in front of her face and in the very house that she lived in, brought this other woman in the house and went from, you know, just having this wonderful relationship. So she thought, and him just bringing someone else in and decided even when she became pregnant with her husband, he was going to leave her. She, he was divorcing her and was going to marry another woman. And so in the midst of it, she found out that her friend Cece was, happened to be in California and she was looking to see where she was and she found her and kind of like how she typically would find her somewhere. And at this point, Cece had an attitude because she felt that she never contacted her and she could have written back to her in some kind of way and she never did and so in the midst seemed as if she didn't even want to deal with her anymore in that regard and eventually she apologized and if she did a little more and it's kind of she had to do extra because this narcissist bowed to her a little more and then eventually the reality came that both of them had relationships marriage that didn't work and because of their marriages neither of those things worked and seeing that in their relationship with these men they didn't seem to have this connection with these men that they thought that they would have in these relationships. And they thought that, you know, it would change, I don't know, making their life better, kind of like a Cinderella type of thing. And it didn't work. And so in the midst of it, they realized that they had more of a bond in their connection than the husbands that they had. And it was just kind of interesting to see that and so she found out that kind of interesting how bitches are because i was just like calling it beaches and people say why do you say that you know i put that even in an eye quirky girl i put bitch in there men can be bitches too so i don't just make it seem like it's just about women but men can be bitches too women are bitches as well and so it is what it is you know and so having said that 
and she's looking at her and she's like, oh, you, you gain weight and you bitches love doing that. Oh, you gain weight, you, you fat or whatever. And sometimes someone will say it because if you said something about them and whatever you say, they'll give you something back too. When you start your shit, they'll start their shit on you. And so she notices that she's gained some weight. She's like, oh, I'm pregnant. And she's like, oh, you're pregnant, blah, blah, blah. And it was weird because of the fact this husband did not want to be connected with her at any point. And we never got to see this divorce and then you see her having her baby and she does come around. Um, Cece does come around when she's with child and she's about to have her first child. And, you know, they have this connection um, and she still goes on with her career and everything of that nature. But the child, after she grows up to be about, I don't want to say like maybe six or seven, then she's still working as talking about Hillary Whitney still works as a lawyer and after taking care of her, her daughter and being a really good mom, a really good mom, and we never get a sense of the connection that this little girl has with the father. We never get to see the father. And they were married. They were legally married. So a lot of people have this perception when you're legally married that this is how you're supposed to do things, right? Don't we hear that a lot? Like, oh, you have children. You know, you got to be married. And if you're not married, you know, it's not, you didn't do it right. Okay. So there is no such thing as doing it right. You know, even with people that have gotten married and there's all these problems in the marriage and with if they have children, all the other issues that come about, there's always problems and drama and issues that can occur, even if the mother and the father, or not even the mother and father, maybe it's just two men or two women, you know, if they're married, you know, so they, they have issues too. We're talking about gay people, lesbian people, they fight in relationships. I'm aware of that. And I've heard many things about different people outside of just being, I don't want to just say straight or heterosexual, many of them have abuse in, from their marriages or their relationships too. And that's not just limited to heterosexual people. Any group of people can have these problems in relationships. Hillary Whitney, she ends up becoming ill. And, and later we see that the type of illness that she has is some type of autoimmune condition. And there are many autoimmune problems that many people can have and from my perspective this is just me observing I'm assuming that in this particular illness that Hillary has is to me due to stress stress from her being a lawyer and taking care of a child mostly by herself and then also contending with she had narcissists in her life not only was Cece a narcissist but her husband was a narcissist and so this affected her in many ways because she's, she's more sensitive and more of an empath, you know? And so the narcissist kind of like the opposite of that. And they kind of, they fuel and they're like vampires that feed off of those outside of themselves. They can be very cruel in terms of how they treat other people, narcissists, and but they like to pretend that they're not what they are and they're in denial about it and they play a lot of mind games with people they can be they're they're horrible people some are worse than others but some they're horrible and they're all over they're in we see them all the time you see them when you go to work you see them when you go to school you see them they're in your family etc etc so um having said that this was all that we wanted to discuss about beaches bitches 
I was starting to think it was going to the hell to the no goddamn bitch. Hell to the, it was starting to get a little bit like that. It was getting a little like that. So I haven't said that. We're going to go ahead and get out. We'll go over more. But if you want to learn more about this episode, just check it out on the Court Chronicles. We're on Twitter and you can listen to more of other episodes of Quirk of the Day. We got that and it's all set up. So up until then, it's been it's been cool. So um I'll be back. Alright. Out. Bye. <laughs>